Happy Monday. Good morning this morning. Good and happy Monday to you, my brother. Good morning to you, Mandla. Are, are you well, sir? I'm very well, thanks. And how are you, sir? Oh, we are like this and like that, but come Friday, we should be prim and proper. <laughs> you see, that, that, that's what we need to sort out. Eh? <laughs> Am I missing something somewhere there, brother? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's something missing. Yeah. You know, we, we need to sort that one out. You know, we, we cannot always leave forward to Fridays. Yes. We should actually make sure that almost every day is a Friday. And that's, that's, that's possible. But I'm sure we, we can touch on that a little bit. Absolutely. I, 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 I like the idea of you saying, don't just be motivated. Yes. Be inspired. Because sometimes some of us tend to confuse the two. Sometimes we actually think the two are actually the same. Are they? Absolutely. You, you know, Bramanda, that's the reason why I chose this topic. Because, you know, as a life coach and a speaker, I mean, I was speaking somewhere as well this weekend. And, and um, you know, I always have people coming to me and, you know, these two words are actually used in, interchangeably. But when you really study them and when you do that over the years, I mean, that's what I do. There's a huge difference between the two. I mean, motivation and inspiration. Mm. Um, first of all, maybe let me just start by, you know, opening up with this African proverb. Uh, there's an African proverb that says, you can outdistance that which is running after you. But you cannot outdistance that which is running inside you. Mm. I think that's something that maybe, you know, I can actually just talk around. You, you can outdistance, you can run away from that thing that, you know, is running after you. But you cannot run away from that thing that is running within you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so now, something that is running with you, wherever you go, it's with you. Now, I'll add by saying... When we are conceived, a seed of greatness was planted in us. You know, each and every one of us, there's a, there's a seed of greatness that was planted in us when we were conceived. Not just when we were born, but when we were conceived. Mm. So it means when we were born, it was already with us. It had grown, it had taken shape. But when we were born, our responsibility was just to water it, to cultivate it, and to eradicate the weeds around it. And now the weeds that I'm talking about around this seed of greatness that is planted in us when we are conceived is the seed, I mean, the, um, the weeds that I'm talking about are the weeds is like self-doubt, you know, because you, you end up growing up being told that you're nothing, you'll never amount to anything, depending on the language that you kept on hearing yes. around you. You go to school in our communities because you can't do certain things and you are told that you, you're never good enough. And that grew up in you. You grew up with that. And then the second one would be things like laziness. You know, you are always dragging yourself. You are too lazy. That is the weed as well. Mm-hmm. And then you're talking about things like negative beliefs. You know, there are things that we don't believe that we can do. Or, and, and, and things that we believe in negatively to say, no, if people say you can do it, you think, no, come on, me. No, there's no way that I can do it. That's the weed of negativity. That's, that's the weed that I'm talking about. And I'm talking about things like entitlement mindset. That's another one that we need to talk about. Entitlement mindset. This, I mean, this mindset of saying, you must just get some, something, even if you did not work for it, but you just 
You know, you just have to get it. No, I have to get it because I'm me. I have to get it because, you know, maybe I'm black or something like that. But you've got to work for it. So that's something, those are the ways that I'm talking about, that, that we need to guard against in order for us to grow that seed of greatness that's within us. So now, when you talk about motivation and inspiration, motivation, I, I like, I would say I like the etymology of words, which is like the source or the origin of words. Motivation is a, is a word that is derived from uh, the Latin word motivere, which means in English to move. It means to get something going, to move. Now, this motivation, it simply means that, I mean, like it, it's got two parts or components to it. There's an intrinsic motivation and there is extrinsic motivation. Intrinsic motivation it means that you are self-motivated, it's within you. Whenever you do something, you just do something out of your own will, out of your own, I mean, for your own gratification or satisfaction. But when you're extrinsically motivated, it means you are doing what you are doing because either you are pushed or there's something that you are just doing, but it depends on something. You, you don't really enjoy what you are doing. You know, when you're intrinsically motivated, you are saying, okay, I'm doing this just to satisfy myself. I'm registering for this course mm. or this degree because, you know what, I love when I calculate these things. I love it. I feel so good when I do this and I do that. But when you're extrinsically motivated, for an example, you go to work, you try to do as little as possible, but when they say to you, now when you do this, you're going to get more money. When you get this degree, then we're going to give you a raise. Then you go to school, but... When you study, it's not because you, are, you want to be satisfied, but it's because of the money, which is an external thing, mm. you know, motivation. So that's something. There are people who just wait for motivation for something. You know, a motivation, it just comes. You know, there's something that comes for you for, I mean, like for you to do something. But it's not something that is just like in you. It's something that, you know, you need to be pushed. It must come as a push. Oh, today I enjoy this. I'm going to do it. Or today. But now when you talk about inspiration, I'm just reminded of what, you know, Michael Jackson said. When Michael Jackson was interviewed, you know, some years ago, they, they said to him, Michael, man, you're the king of pop. You love music. You know, everything that you do and say is about music, man. What makes you love music so much? And Michael looked at the interviewer and he said, man, I don't love music but I am music. You see, that's a different mindset. I don't love music, but I am music. And it's the same thing as when uh, our late uh, Richard Maponya was interviewed in his early 90s. They said to him, but now you are old, so why didn't you retire? Why didn't you sit down and relax now? Mm. And he looked at them in a very strange way, and he said, retire from what? You know, people who retire are people who are doing the job, people who are employed. I am not doing the job. You know, what I do is in me. So the day I retire will be the day I die. Wow. So it simply means that he was not just doing the job. He was what he was doing. Mm. So now this is inspiration I'm talking about. Inspiration also is the word that is derived from the Latin word inspirare which means to breathe life into something, to breathe life, which means that to be in spirit with something, it means to be one 
with something. Like when you are one with something, you are not just doing that, but you are that. I mean, you look at people who do things and you really, you really look at them and say, wow. Like, let's look at Beyonce, you look at the Jay-Zs, you look at these guys, and the way they see you think, oh, this person is, it seems to be, you know what, to, be, to have taken something. But have they really taken something? No, they are in spirit. I mean, if you hear the likes of Quincy Jones saying, now I'm retiring. I mean, how can someone retire like that? Because he is music, he just produces music. He is not just doing it as a job. That's a difference now. They don't need motivation. When you are inspired, you are connected with this thing that you are doing. You know, for me, when I did engineering, I was studying engineering, and I was doing it because I was somehow motivated that I was going to get money, I was going to be able to take good care of my family because of the. But not because I loved it so much. No, I was motivated by external factors. But for me to speak and to write and to do life coaching, you know, whenever I'm on stage or writing, I feel like a baby. I'm always looking forward to it because it's not a job. It's me doing that. I am that. So this is now inspiration. I'm, I'm, I am inspired. I'm not chasing motivation. And people say, oh, no, motivation. At times when you don't know what you are connected with, you need to be motivated just to keep going, but not just motivation as, you know, for you to, to be always motivated, looking for something that's going to motivate you. You must be motivated to be inspired. So it means you are looking for an inspiration in motivation. Because I was going to ask, as you said earlier, you know, these terms are used interchangeably. But yes. uh, listening to what you're saying, it's almost like you need to be sufficiently motivated to be inspired so that you can inspire. Absolutely, Pamanda. That's exactly that. Because, you know what, motivation, you, you can't always be pushed. Because when you think of motivation, it's like what we call a wheelbarrow effect. You know, when I, when I do consulting, wheelbarrow effect, these are people that you just push when you're there, maybe as a leader or as a parent to your, to your kids and whatever, when you tell them people need to, to be told before they do something, but the minute you're not there, there's nothing that happens. You know, when you think of a willpower effect, that's exactly what motivation is like because it depends something, it requires something to be there in order for action to happen. But inspiration does not require anything to be there because that thing is always with you. So you need to be, in, I mean, motivated to, to say, you know what, motivation must come in the form of saying, but I deserve better. It helps you to change the mindset to say, uh, you know what, I'm good enough. Uh, you know, laziness cannot give me anything. I need to look for this thing that I'm supposed to be doing that will get me going always. So that's what motivation is for. For someone who has lost hope, for someone who doesn't believe in themselves, and for someone who feels like, you know what, uh, when they look at people who have done it, who are doing great, mm. they look at them as exceptions instead of looking at them as examples. That's another thing that's very important. When you look at someone who is doing something great, someone who is doing well, the Mandelas of this world, the Gandhis, the MLKs of this world, whenever I look at those people, I look at them as examples of what is possible for me as well because they are human beings like me. They breathe the same air as me. You know, those kinds of, they were created by the same person as me. So it means I just need motivation to be able to see them as examples, not as exceptions. Because when you look at someone as an exception, at times that creates a mindset of saying, 
oh, it means I'm not good enough, is that mm. you look at them as if, you know what, you know, they are just special ones. Yes, there are some people who do extraordinary things, but at the end of the day, look at them as examples because what's possible for them is also possible for you too. It's not just a question of saying, oh, they have a talent. No, they put in some hard work, but they don't see it as hard work. Like for me, when I do what I do, it's not hard work. I can do it any time because why? I'm in spirit. I'm connected with it. I'm not just doing it as a motivation. There are people on my own way to say, what am I going to get paid? Or what am I going to get this? Then if you find yourself asking those questions, know that you are not inspired, but you are relying on motivation. Yeah. Also, um, avoiding to be a copycat, but to be inspired enough uh, to do well like the other person. Absolutely. You know, to be a copycat at times when you are starting your career, it's good because you are basing your life on something that works. It's like, you know, getting someone someone's uh, working re- I mean, recipe. When you get someone else's recipe that is working and you try to build yourself around it and you try to do that, but don't get lost in it just for you to get going and to have that belief of saying, oh, it's possible I can do it. And then while you are doing it, then find your voice through that. I mean, in there as you are doing it. It's very important. People say, don't be a copycat. At times when you are lost, when you don't have, like for myself or for me, I mean, I started like looking at my mentor. I mean, it was Les Brown. I mean, he just done these things all over the world. I mean, motivational speaking and other people who became my coaches and I mean, like all over the world. But what I did, at times I had to use, work myself around what has worked for them. You know, sometimes you find yourself like copying this person and doing this. But as you do it, you gain confidence, like self-confidence. And then when that happens, then you start finding your own voice. Now, you're no longer saying, I'm going to do this banana bread. But now I'm, I'm, I'm a strawberry guy. I like strawberries. So I'm, I'm going to ditch banana and I'm going to get in strawberries. I'm going to now bake my own strawberry bread. I'm not going to get stuck with this banana bread because I was just learning how to, be, uh, to bake. But now that I've, I know how to bake, now I'm putting in my own flavor of something that I love. You see, that's a difference. Now you become inspired now because you find your voice. You find that thing which you really love doing. Nine minutes to six, Sabra He is uh, the engineered mind uh, to win. He's a life coach. He's a motivational speaker. He's a business person. He's an advice. He's got it all. He will help you get that thing. If you still are looking for it, Braveli is the man to talk to. What should be my homework, Braveli? Uh, the homework should be the question of what is the meaning of my life? What is it that I'm meant to do? You know, when you go to school, you are going there to seek for clarity. You're not going there to become enslaved by, by lots and lots of information for you just to make a living. But you've got to find yourself. So the question is, look for the, study yourself and get a coach as well. You know, my fourth and latest book uh, is entitled Set Your Soul on Fire. You know, when you set your soul on fire, you are able to say to yourself, wow, this thing here is me. So find yourself, find those things that naturally comes to you, those things that you enjoy. And you can get a coach who's going to help you discover those things because once you find that, like I have found myself, Venenda, but the engineered mind to win, you will never be lonely and look forward to Fridays 
and and be frustrated when it's Mondays, when you think about Mondays, <laughs> and be frustrated and always look forward to knock-off times. No, because you become one with what you do. What you do is no longer becoming a job, but it becomes the thing for you to do because you are born to do that. That's what you want. So that's the question that you always need to find yourself. And there's no teacher that can answer that question for you. But it comes from self-observation. It comes from people from outside that coaches will ask you certain questions. And then that will help you see things that you've been blinded to as a person. So that's the main thing that needs to happen. So right now it's break time for most people. It's not just the time for you to, to numb yourself with some substances and stuff like that. But it's time to really take stock and observe yourself. So as a life coach, that's what I help people do, to say, how do you go about that process where you need to go through self-discovery? Because once you do that, you become the best person and the best version of yourself. It's not just about the knowledge and the school that you get, but everything is within you. Hence, I opened up with, I mean, like, uh, with that uh, African proverb, that you cannot run away from that thing that is, I mean, you can run away from something that is outside of you but you cannot run away from something that's within you. So within you is your greatness. So we all have it. I want you to take that away with you, to say, Fine, let me find myself because I was born for something great in the world. Bravely. Once again, a pleasure chatting to you, sir. Giving us that much oof to say it's going to get better and we are ready for it. Wishing Absolutely. you a fabulous Monday and a fabulous Christmas day because we'll see you in time for New Year's. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you very much, my brother, and everything of the best to you and your family and to all the listeners as well. So I wish you everything of the best and know that you can do this. You deserve the very best that life has to offer. Go for it and claim your prize. Oh, it's a pleasure, Bravelli. Have a good one with the family. Lots of love.